Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Kyle Schwarber ready to lead off. The ball swinging, and there it goes. An ambush by Schwarber, and it's one to nothing, Phillies. And he sends Allen to right, hit deep. Carroll turns, and it's gone. A line drive home run. Kyle Schwarber is second in his many games. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. From the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, HB, John Neighbors at SEC Basketball Media Days in Birmingham and getting a chance to talk to the Razorback basketball players, Coach Musk, getting a chance to hear from him. So uh, probably tomorrow we'll have a full recap of the Razorback men's basketball team and hear some sound from them, but also we'll be able to hear from Razorback women's team and Coach Mike Neighbors. Okay, that should be good stuff. Now, again, uh, John Neighbors will be joining us soon. I got to go holler at Gary because I already changed the lock, so I guess we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put him back to normal, so, get the firewalls this, back right and all that good stuff. This will be the last time we hear from him? Yeah, probably or, so. or, or Or maybe he's uh, he's going to do it remotely, huh? Yeah, hey, well, however he can sneak in here. I'm just, I'm just you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep him out as long as possible. But no, in all seriousness, though, yeah, he's out there taking care of some business for the Hawks, so that's, that's good stuff. Always. Houston Rockets, Ime Udoka, taking over as the head coach there, and we know that that team is loaded with a lot of young talent. Young talent, yeah. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. It's kind of like maybe they, they're so young they don't know how to win just yet. <laughs> yeah. But with a, a, a defensive-minded coach, a veteran coach like Ime Udoka, somebody trying to get back on his feet also, this is a good spot for him and the team to kind of get going in the right direction. Well, you know, the only thing that can mess it up, James Harden come back to town, and you see he's uh, he missed practice today, and he's in Houston. And did I read that right, Joe? Yes. Did I, yep. Please tell me that, I read that, that right. Was, that's the second part of the story oh there. Oh, my gosh. Well, see, from what you were saying at first, yeah, it, it's, it's a good spot for, you know, both guys because expectations are definitely low. Like, no one's expecting Houston to, to be a breakout team and, you know, rack up wins or anything like that. But it's a good chance for them to, you know, develop young talent, get better. And they're going to be entertaining for sure. But, uh, yeah, I just don't know about the James Harden thing, Joe. I'm, I'm trying not to, you know, hate on James Harden, but I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of over it, dude. It's getting to a point now to where it's getting real old because it's the same thing every time. He kind of forces his way into a position, then wants to force his way out. I'm not feeling it, dude. I, and I'm hoping I'm hoping he doesn't get to Houston just because then he's getting what he wants again. Now, I know it's something about the Clippers as well. I think that's where his – That's where he really wants to yeah. get to. It's kind of like the Dame situation where Dame really wanted to be with the Heat, James Harden really wants to be with the Clippers, but we know that he has been on, with the Rockets before. He knows the city well, Man. maybe a little bit too well. Too well. But, um, <laughs> too see, well. that, that's where, you know, you kind of have to balance that thing out where – James Harden, he can definitely help a championship-caliber team, but he's leaving a championship-caliber team in the Sixers, and then you kind of wonder how his effect would be on a young team like the Rockets. Him being a vet on that team, it could be great for the young players, 
But also, if he's trying to be the guy, that could take away from the young players and their growth. With the way James Harden is handling business right now, I find it hard to believe he would take a step back if he forces his way into Houston. He's going to want to be the guy. He's still, in his mind, still the guy. And that's the last thing these young Houston Rockets need. Now, if he could take a step back and play a role and kind of let them lead the pack and he just helps out, but he's not going to do it. There's just no way. There's nothing he's done in the last few years that makes me believe that's what he's going to do. Now, for a split second, when it was him and, uh, and uh, KD and Kyrie in uh, Brooklyn, he was killing with the assists. Like, he really was point guarding that thing. But I just don't see him doing that on a team full of young bucks. Playing with Kyrie and KD, that's a different monster. Absolutely. But playing on a team where you're the oldest by far with the most NBA experience, there's no way he's going to take a back seat to anybody. It, it kind of uh, is reminiscent of the Carmelo Anthony situation. Oh, man. And with Melo, Melo, he didn't want to take a back seat no matter if he was playing with other superstars, <laughs> young players. It didn't matter what it was. He didn't want to take a back seat until he realized, like, okay – you know, honestly, this is the best thing for the team. And, and he had to do it, but it still didn't work out in a sense where that team went on to win a championship. Yeah. Now, Melo with Team USA, that dude is unstoppable. But Melo with certain NBA teams, yeah, it just didn't ever come to fruition getting a championship. Now, with James Harden, at some point in time, someone's going to say, okay, that's enough. It's just he's still too good and he's still too valuable, so teams are still actually listening. But at some point in time, they're going to have to say, dude, we, we just can't. I, how old is James Harden? 30? Do you have his age anywhere nearby? No, don't have it right in front of us. But, uh, yeah. And, and, okay, so here's the other part of it, though. So He's 34. So teams, first of all, they have to have the salary cap to be able to bring him in because he is guaranteed a salary of 35.6 mil this year. That's crazy. Now, if they can't get a deal done in some kind of sense, then the Sixers, they probably would, you know, get some kind of settlement where they pay him almost all of the money. Jeez. It's not going to be entirely that, but let's say if it's 35.6 mil, he's not looking to take a pay cut. So no. it's still going to be over 30 mil that he would get in a settlement. And then he would be able to go sign with any team that he wants to. Man. And that would be the ultimate situation for him. But Ramona Shelburne has said that, you know, like you were talking about there, that he attended a team meeting in New York, and then he left to go to Houston, and he's been in, seen in Houston for the past few days. Wow. Yeah, that's he, – he said, you know, during – because he didn't show up. I think it was media day he didn't show up, but then he showed up to training camp uh, for Philly. And, you know, they kind of picked his brain. He didn't, he didn't want anybody – cutting into that 35.6 mil Jeez. he wanted to still be able to collect whatever was there and he boy he's, he's about to do something but at some point in time man it's 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 gonna have to stop because he really is deboing his way out of and into wherever he goes one time maybe but that seems to be just the course of james harden's career right now it's hard to it's hard to call him a team player if this is how he's uh handling business <laughs> i'm sorry it's just that's just it other news from around the NFL, the New York Jets, they had receiver McCole Hardman, and he came from the Chiefs. They're trading him back to the Chiefs where they're going to swap late-round 2025 picks. Now, this is something that has become a new trend in the NFL. They don't trade for the upcoming draft. They trade for the following draft. Really? Or, you know, sometime down the line. So the Jets are going to get a six-round 2025 pick in return they're going to send a seventh rounder to the chiefs and of course mccall hartman they're going to send him back yeah hey well see that's potential that you just can't see yet so it's almost like the the risk isn't as high because you really don't know what you're getting you you really are basing it off of the potential of what we could pick up basically and mccall hartman he signed it it works out for the jets too because they may not be getting the production that they expected to get when they signed him he signed a one-year deal, which he was going to be a free agent after this year anyway, but signed a one-year deal, $4 million contract. But he's only played 28 offensive snaps for them so far this season, and he only has one reception. Wow. So he's not given any production there. They're not looking for him as far as whoever is playing quarterback for the Jets. Aaron Rodgers starting off, and he only played a few plays. But Zach Wilson isn't looking for him. He barely is touching the field, and then – 
you know, you're paying them four mil a year. So you you were at a place of, do we really want to keep this guy on the roster? Can we get something in exchange for him? And they have been able to get that. And we know with the Chiefs, we were talking about young players. They have a lot of young receivers. Here's a guy who's familiar with their system. So now he can go back there and make an instant impact on what they do with the Chiefs. And even if it isn't on offense, he's some somebody that brings them something in the return game. So he could do that. Dude, I'm, I'm in the wrong profession, Joe. I, I, I really am. Very little production. And you say four mil a year? Four mil a year. Dude, how, how can I be down with that? Like, seriously. And, and so uh, here's the other part that made him expendable from the Jets' standpoint was initially they did bring in McCole Hardman with thoughts of him giving them something in a return game because he's really good at it, at it, and that's what he does. That's what he has done throughout his career. But we know with Xavier, Xavier Gibson, who's a guy that has connections here because Chris Turnage is his attorney and uh, his agent. Xavier Gibson is the Jets' primary return guy, and he has the punt returning duties. He even provided a spark to them where they were able to win the first game of the season against the Bills because Xavier Gibson returned that that punt at the end of the game in overtime to allow the Jets to beat the Bills. And so that's why Nicole Hardman becomes expendable, and now we see him going back to the Chiefs. So that's kind of where it is. Oh, I think uh, I think John broke through the firewall, Joe. <laughs> okay. See if yeah, there. yeah. Let's go ahead and get him on live from SEC Media Basketball Media Days. John Neighbors in Birmingham. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? What's up, John? So wait, wait, wait. You sound like you're whispering a bit. What's what, what's up with the ro- whisper? Well, you know, I'm over here listening to uh, Bruce Pearl, and I don't want to, you know, make him think like I'm talking about him or anything. So <laughs> I was just. Uh, yeah, he's up at the podium right now speaking as he as he always does very much loudly and, and confidently. So I've just been enamored by him, honestly, just sitting here listening to him. So what has stood out for the most part during the day? Of course, you got a chance to hear from the Razorback players, Coach Muss, but, and we'll, we'll get into some of what they had to say, but other teams in the SEC, what, what stood out? You know, it's funny because almost every coach was asked pretty much the same type of questions. It's like, hey, what do you think about where you're picked in the SEC? You know, what do you think about being picked last? What do you think about being picked first? And it's funny because almost every single coach has immediately said the same thing, where they're basically like, it doesn't matter because y'all are wrong every year. It's like how many teams in the 1 through 14 from last year that was preseason picked, do you know how many actually finished in that position? None. So they took the kind of approach of just saying, you know what, this doesn't matter. We're here to talk about our program and promote a program, but overall, we don't really care about anything other than just you know being here, talking about the team, and moving on. We don't care about predictions. We don't know. We don't even know what we have as a team because everyone's got so many new players, no, so many new transfers. There's just so many uh, different things going on with it. Razorbacks helped that cause out quite a bit because they were picked second and they finished tenth. So that kind of threw off the order altogether, anyway. But hopefully yeah, yeah. They, they are prepared to have a better season this year. Yeah, I think so. And uh, it was great because uh, if everybody goes over to our social media uh, at 103.7 The Buzz, you'll be able to see some of the, the great things that we have going on for uh, coverage and whatnot. But one of the things that really stood out was when we were talking with Coach Moss and just the approach that he had as a coach that's been in the NCAA tournament many times and obviously viewed as, as a pretty big success you know, he's not, he's not satisfied. Uh, he, he loves what he has in this team. He loves what they've been able to do. But he also understands that, hey, this is a lot of work, and this is not something that we can take for granted, and uh, we got to be ready to go immediately. So uh, just, just him and the coaches overall, I just feel like, have been really good at what they do and really good at uh, you know, going out here and, and talking about each other and the programs that they have and being complimentary but also being uh, pretty stern about, hey, you know, this, this is a tough league. It's a tough conference. Okay, so John will uh, he'll be back on shortly, but was talking a little bit about SEC Media Days and just recapping the order of finish as far as what the media has predicted. It's Tennessee, number one overall, A&M to Arkansas, three, and then maybe a bit of a surprise here where they have Kentucky coming in four, mm-hmm. Alabama at five. Oh, wow. So Alabama, you would think that they would be projected a little bit higher but 
like uh, John mentioned, and, and like we've talked about and, and things that are known as far as so many changes with these rosters, it's really hard to predict any kind of order of finish and not knowing what the teams are going to look like altogether. Yeah, and I love how, <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's no surprise that most of the coaches are like, well, you know, we, we can't, whether it's good or whether it's bad, whether they have them high or low, you can't focus too much on it. You know what I mean? Because if you're a team that's projected high and then you don't do well, it's like, well, you're paying too much attention to the numbers before the season starts. So I think every coach taking that approach of, well, we can't pay much attention to it. We just got to get out there and play our game. That's what they're supposed to say. They're not supposed to, you know, say anything else, obviously. Rest of the uh, order, Auburn coming in at 6, Mississippi State 7, Florida 8, Missouri 9, Ole Miss 10, Vandy 11, Georgia 12, LSU 13, South Carolina 14. So that's kind of how it lines up and what the media thinks of SEC basketball and that's going into the season and a lot can change. We saw that a lot changed with Arkansas from the beginning of the season, playing exhibition games, non-conference games, injuries, mm-hmm. and that kind of threw the whole season up and, and made everything different. Yeah, and you, and you hate to you always hope for, you know, no injuries. But it's it's going to happen, unfortunately, whether it be your team or some other team. But you just kind of have to – you have to play through them and you kind of plan for, you know, what can we do if we miss – or if we are missing certain players. But you just hope no injuries happen, man. You just you, – you look you look at a season as if everyone's going to be healthy the whole season. So, Is Bruce Pearl still talking or is it uh, something else going on there, John? <laughs> No, Bruce Pearl got done talking, so uh, now they're just having a few players that are up, and you know, we're getting closer to wrapping up here, and it's amazing. I got to talk with PB for a while, Pat Bradley, who's looking good live on the SEC Network set behind us, and you know, he was, I was talking to him about just all these coaches and what he thinks about media days in general, and it was really funny just to hear his reaction, because he's like, I, he's like, I can't even stop to think, because you, you get 15 minutes with each coach, and then it's 15 minutes with two players, and 15 minutes with each coach, and then 15 minutes with each player and all 14 teams going today, there's not any time to just sit back and think. And he was even like, you know, you ask the question, the same questions to each coach pretty much. He's like, hey, what do you think of your team? And, hey, what do you think of uh, the, the conference in general? It's, it's just very fast-paced and very fast-moving. And that's what's amazing is that uh, trying to cram 14 coaches in 15-minute intervals as well as two players in 15-minute intervals throughout the day is a pretty difficult thing. But, you know, it's, it's very fast-moving, very fast-paced. And I guess that's what you got to do when you have this many coaches in the SEC. We want to be able to thank the sponsors for coverage of SEC Basketball Media Days and John Neighbors being in Birmingham. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. Yeah, First Security Bank, they're always doing great things here, great relationship with the buzz, and once again, they come through with coverage of SEC Basketball Media Days. Yeah, and I can't tell you how thankful I am for it because uh, just being here, the weather's really nice, and uh, it's a little bit bigger of a media crowd, I think, from last year. And, you know, of course, there's going to be representation a lot for Alabama and Auburn and some of the local teams that are here. But overall, it's been a good turnout. And uh, just being able to see how many teams, I've talked with some of the other media people that are covering other teams, and it's amazing to see some of them who are, are you know, still in football mode, but they're coming here anyways, and then some of them have just moved on to basketball because the football season hasn't hasn't gone too well. I talked to uh, Owen Buchanan of uh, TexAgs.com and for the A&M Aggies, he's like, yeah, we've already moved on to basketball. I was like, wow. Already? It's like, I guess you guys have won four games. He's like, well, it doesn't matter. People want Jimbo fired, so we got to find something <laughs> positive to talk about. So might as well talk about the A&M Aggies being second in the SEC. So it's funny to see which teams have a lot of representation, but I'll tell you this, guys. Once again, we have more Arkansas media members here than I think any other team, maybe besides Bama and Auburn. Uh, I mean, there's uh, a little, there's a couple Kentucky guys and a couple national guys and everything, but when it comes to team specifics, I think Arkansas has everybody beaten, has the most play, uh, media members here. Yeah, that could be a case of wanting to move on to basketball mm-hmm. also, but <laughs> there could be, um, you know, it does seem like for the most part, because football season, for most teams, you still have at least five games left that uh, a lot of those schools could still be in football mode, and especially with the media members, they may not have enough to spread around to fully get into basketball mode just yet. Yeah, I think that's probably what it more so is, because, you know, with SEC media days in football during the summertime, you know, there's really nothing going on as far as college sports go. 
Uh, there's not even any baseball or any summer sports, so it's pretty much full-fledged pay football mode because that's all we got and that's all that matters and that's the only thing going on. But right here in the middle of October, when uh, the SEC we know is such a big football conference, and even though basketball has provided some excitement and gotten a little bit better, uh, overall it just hasn't hasn't been to the same level of football or even baseball. But you know the, the coaches here, they've been asked a lot of them too, just uh, the conference in general and how it's comparing to, say, the SEC football side of things. He, uh, I think it was even, uh, uh, I, I want to say it was John Calafari, or it may have been Bruce Pearl, actually, but uh, one of them talked about how he's like, I don't think that basketball gets talked about enough in this conference. Uh, you know, it's like it's just so long we had to fight the stigma of how bad it was as a conference overall, how bad of the, some of the coaches were, how bad some of the teams were and everything. But now it's changed a little bit to where the conference has, can hold its own, and it can be a conference that is, very successful in basketball overall, where it can get eight, nine, ten teams into the NCAA tournament, where just ten years ago, you'd be lucky to get two or three. So uh, we're coming up against the break, but on the other side, you can tell us all about you know who's, who's still coming on for today as far as some of the basketball teams and the, and the players, the coaches, the players, who's still left on tap for today. And then we can get into... A little of Coach Muss and what the Razorback basketball players had to say. Absolutely. Sounds great. There's plenty of material there. That's what's make this fun is uh, good stuff from Muss, good stuff from Devo. And be sure to everyone to follow us on social media because we're going to have some great videos of those one-on-one interviews that we have with not only Eric Musselman, but also Devo Davis. A really great interview, all thanks to First Security Bank. So we have SEC Media Basketball Days from Birmingham. John Neighbors there to give us all the coverage. We're going to hear all about it on the other side of the break. It's Out of Bounds, and it's hour three. We've got 30 minutes left. Stay tuned for more of Out of Bounds. It's Randy Rainwater. Join me for the Sonic Blast this Friday in Quitman when the Bulldogs take on the Perryville Mustangs. Brought to you by Sonic Drive-In and 103.7 The Buzz. This is SportsCenter. The University of Arkansas men's basketball team, which was ranked number 14 in the AP's preseason poll on Monday, was picked Tuesday to finish third in the SEC by a panel of media members. Tennessee topped the poll, followed by Texas A&M and Arkansas. Kentucky and Alabama round out the top five. Sophomore swingman Trevin Brazil was voted to the preseason All-SEC first team, while senior guard Devontae Davis made it on the second team. On the women's side, Arkansas was picked to finish sixth in the SEC, defending national champion and top-ranked LSU is the preseason favorite to win the conference title, followed by South Carolina and Tennessee. Just a reminder that our own John Neighbors is at SEC Media Days in Birmingham. Our thanks to First Security Bank for making it possible. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. Erectile dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. Now through October 31st, our Office visit is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit Little Rock Men's Clinic. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. 
At Arvest Bank, we're ready to help turn your money into more money. With Arvest 7-Month No Penalty CD, you get a guaranteed rate of 5.00 annual percentage yield, earning interest on day one, plus unexpected flexibility. If you need to withdraw early, there's no penalty, unlike most CDs. Now that's helpful. Open an account today at arvest.com slash flexible savings or at any of our 200 plus locations. Member FDIC, $1,000 minimum to open. No withdrawals permitted within the first six days. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted, don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bull eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have my old cold beer. <laughs> That's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so. you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. Be baby. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's out of bounds, folks. Not going to tell you about the greatest thing that is coming up besides, of course, Razorback basketball season, and that is deer season. We know it's fast approaching, and when there is no tree in the exact spot to have a good tree stand set, use a ground blind instead over at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. They have the ground blind solution. The all-new Rhino 180 see-through blind makes it ground blind hunting so much to a new level. And this unique two-way mesh system prevents wild game from seeing you while you or the hunter to see out of the crystal without any obstruction with that crystal clear setup. And also, there's no better time to gear up for the hunt than with Max Prairie Wings because if you're needing quality tree stands, whether it's the big game hunter, HD one and a half ladder stand, is now available being at only 149 and also the muddy outdoor skybox deluxe ladder stand can be yours for only 189 they got ammo they got scopes they got rifles they even got deer scent and everything you need to bag that buck this deer season so come down to the store at stuttgart for max prairie wings or you can visit them online at maxpw.com to take advantage of these amazing deals and the best part about it is that they give you free shipping on orders of 99 dollars or more so be sure to sign up for the newsletter receive exclusive offers and check them out today because the hunt begins right here at Max Prairie Wings, your one-stop shop for all of your hunting needs. Happy hunting. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. Joe Franklin in the Hogsmeade Market Studio. John Neighbors in Birmingham at SEC Basketball Media Days. Now, John... Hearing from the Razorback basketball players and Coach Muss, what was the uh, overall picture you were able to get from that and how the team's feeling and kind of uh, just a summary of, of what's going on around the team? Well, it's amazing for Devo because we had a chance to talk to him for a little bit. And he couldn't even remember if this was his second or third SEC media days in basketball. And he thinks it was his third. And I asked him, I was like, what, what does that tell you? Because most guys will come here maybe one time in their careers, not only just because of the fact that uh, it's very selective because you know, we bring two players, but also the fact that most players aren't around as long as you. And he kind of laughed about it. He says, 
man, I, I wouldn't be any other place. This is where I want to be. I want to continue to be better. I want to continue to make my team better. I want to continue to to win games. And I just want to be there for these guys to make sure that uh, we do the best job that we can and do the best job we can for the state. So it's just a matter of like him kind of getting it and what right now we Razorback fans want to hear, but also what they want to see and what they want to know about when it comes to basketball. And another thing, too, that I heard him say that just kind of really stood out when I asked him, I was like, hey, you, you've won eight SEC or NCAA tournament games as a player here at Arkansas. Uh, you would need to win four to become the all-time uh, NCAA tournament game winner when it comes to a single player. Because as we know, Corliss, Scotty, they ended up winning 11 games in the NCAA tournament with the national championship as well as the uh, runner-up the next year. And he kind of looked up, he says, I never thought about that, but... Yeah, that sounds pretty nice. I think I'm going to go out and I'm going to try to break that record. That'd be a nice record to break. So it's like, yeah, I'm sure it would be. But you know, he's just he, him and the team itself. Uh, they're just focused on you know getting better and improving, and they're excited about the season. But uh, also just excited to get out there because, as they both said, they're tired of playing each other. They're tired of going at it each other. They're ready to go out and actually play against somebody else, and they'll have a chance to do that this Friday in Bud Walton against UT Tyler. That is a great goal to have, and winning four games in the NCAA tournament means going back to the Final Four. So, yeah, that's a great goal. Now, the ultimate is to win six games, and then you come away as the national champ. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think that they would take that, too. And that's kind of the goal that they have with what he needs to be the next step, because as you guys know... Uh, everybody's waiting to see, all right, so how are you going to take that next step further? How are you going to be a team that not only has a, a program that's getting to the NCAA tournament consistently, but how do you get over the hump? And it's been great for Arkansas. I mean, they've won eight NCAA tournament games. I think that's uh, double or at least uh, four more than what the next team has won in the same span. They know that they are a team that once March Madness comes around the NCAA tournament and on top of knocking off two number one seeds so far, they know that they're going to be the team to watch and they're a target on their, on their back because of the success they've had. But they've got to figure out how to take it to that next step. Eric Musselman understands that. His players understand that. But they welcome that expectation because, they, as Musk said today, he says winning and playing and coaching in this league is so extremely difficult. You can't, can't take it for granted. And he's like, I get asked all the time, what's my key to success in the NCAA tournament? What's my key to being able to have those wins consecutively in the tournament and being able to knock off these big-time teams. What's the key? And he kind of shrugs about it. He's like, I could make up an answer. I could tell everybody about, oh, this is the key ingredient. He's like, but what it comes down to is just having the right balance of focus but also relaxation. Don't let the guys know and feel that the pressure is too much for them to handle. Have some levity. Have some fun. Have some chill nights and have some chill times but also focus on the task at hand. And he says that's what it comes down to more than anything. Yeah, you got to play well. Yeah, you got to make shots. And yeah, you got to play defense. Like you got to do all those things. But he says that more so than anything and in any other sport, having the right mental capacity to take on the NCAA tournament is what's the biggest difference. Because he even alluded to the upsets that happen all the time in the NCAA tournament. He's like, a lot of times, you know, the other team just gets hot. They play really well. But a lot of times, too, it's teams, guys can't just handle the pressure. And they don't know how to handle the pressure. And they have to respond in kind. So just hearing him talk about that and go through the process and the motion of uh, how, how it's done and how he handles it makes a lot of sense, but also something that's extremely difficult to do, and it's a lot easier said than done. There are a lot of expectations surrounding Trevin Brazil. We saw him get off to a good start last season and the talent that he has. And everybody is excited about his return to the Razorbacks because last season, during the season, that was something that was kind of in the air. And we didn't know if he was coming back or if he was going to put his name in the NBA draft. But with the expectations that are there, how is Trevin Brazil, how, how has he answered the call and, uh, and, and how is he feeling? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got confidence to him. Uh, he, he's been really willing to get out since he got hurt, uh, get out there and play once again. You can tell he's got a competitive nature. And he also, like, I love the reality that they live in. Obviously, they don't want to come out and say, oh, yeah, this is my final year and I'm gone. But you can tell that he's looking at this as, hey, this is my showtime year. This is my year where if I want to play at the next level and I want to play in the NBA, if I have a big year, I know I'm going to be able to do that. And so his approach to it is uh, he's focusing on his, on his health. He, he, you know, I think that both him and the coaching staff and the uh, medical team has been making sure that he comes across and comes along very patiently 
and is able to you know do the right things to make sure he's ready to go. But you can also tell that he has focused so much on improving his game, improving not only his ability to play defense, but uh, his mentality, too. I think when uh, we had a chance to catch up with Seth Greenberg of ESPN, he said he sat down with Trevin Brazil, and the one thing that stood out to him more so than anything and that was really impressive was the fact that he seemed so much more relaxed. He seemed much more just chill about, hey, I want to be great. I want to make this work. But, you know, we saw him last year that he would get into foul trouble really early or he'd get really mad after a, a bad play or you know, get a technical or, or whatever. And then even it was like he had two points in some games. It just wouldn't make sense. But he was just really impressed by his new mentality and his newfound uh, ability to just focus on the right things, focus on his mentality, and grow and mature during his time away from the basketball court. It is good to see him mature, but he is a guy that plays with emotion, and you definitely don't want to take that emotion from him, especially when he makes big plays at times. You kind of see that emotion come out. That's something you you want him to uh, kind of stick to, and and you don't necessarily want to take that away from him. Oh, yeah, and I I, I think that that's kind of what, I mean, every player you want to have. We've seen a lot of emotional players, and a lot of that emotion drives them, but it's just a matter of channeling it into the right place. You know, and channeling it into not let it being a distraction or not let it overtake you and not go from, oh, when everything's good, you're good. But when things go bad, you end up, you know, falling short or you end up having these issues. So uh, I, I think that it's just a matter of, you know, how do you channel it? How do you how do you put it into the right way, into the right mode, and to be able to have the success that you need to have as a player? Again, that's, that's easier said than done. But, I mean, I don't know. I've never been at that level. And never had to, to deal with it, but I'm sure, Joe, as you probably can agree, go, going out with an injury like that, when you feel like you're on top of the world and you feel like you're doing so many great things and people are talking about you, to suddenly you're completely and totally helpless on the sidelines. You're helpless to help your team. You, you can't do anything. I'm sure that that helps you you know, put things in perspective a little bit more and make you focus on the right things. Not saying that he needed to anyways, but I'm sure it makes you think about a lot of things that maybe you wouldn't have thought of if you didn't have the injury. Yeah, there definitely when you go through an entire season, you do have time to sit back and reflect. We were talking about Anthony Richardson, quarterback of the uh, Indianapolis Colts, and that's kind of the mindset that they're taking with him, that he'll still be a major part of the team. He'll he'll participate in uh, from a, a stand-back-and-watch standpoint, but he'll uh, participate in practice. He'll still be around the team on game days. He'll be able to give input on certain things. But it is one of those things where you're you're doing it in twofold. You're dealing with the injury and you're rehabbing from it, but also you are getting that perspective as a part of the team. And it's almost like for a quarterback where you get to sit back, let's say if you're a rookie quarterback in the way it used to be, that you'd have a chance to sit back and learn. It's almost like you can take that same concept to this where you have a season that you're out due to injury, but you can sit back and learn, and you can uh, make that kind of a positive of the whole situation. Oh, yeah. I think it can be motivating, too, Joe. I think you can look at it as you know him being on the sidelines for the NCAA tournament and seeing that Arkansas knocking off Kansas and seeing the emotion that his team had. And he's celebrating with them, of course, but just being motivated of, I want to feel that, you know, and I want to be on the court being able to feel that and, and to take it to another level and to get to a Final Four and to be able to cut down the nets because you got a little taste of it yourself, but you know, you weren't necessarily on the court doing it. So I'm sure it's a little bit motivating, too, to get back out there to not only be better as an individual, but uh, to make your team a lot better and to be able to taste some of that success that they have in March all the time and maybe even take it to that next level and be the reason why they go to that next level to the Final Four. Because I feel like, at least from what Brazil made it sound like and even what Musk made it sound like, he's like, if Brazil, if I was playing last year and if I was fully healthy... We may not have just ended in the Sweet 16. So, you that <laughs> so that in itself is a motivating factor to kind of have those thoughts and think how he could have helped the team along the way, but you can't change it. You know, you just have to keep pushing on, and now you do have the opportunity to change that and see if you can get this team farther in the NCAA tournament. But you got to get through the regular season, and that can be a grind in itself. You have to take those steps to be able to get to where you ultimately want to be. We have more about a bounce coming up after this break. It's going to be three and out. We are going to talk about some storylines, some headlines, and we are going to end out of bounds and turn over to Drive Time Sports. Stay tuned for three and out coming up on Out of Bounds. 
back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your phone for a new ride and we'll give you even more value for your older phone. A current phone equals a $500 down payment allowance. Flip phone, $550 down payment allowance. Brick phone, $600 down payment allowance. But bring in grandpa's old bag phone, that's a $700 down payment allowance towards your new ride. Plus, no payments until after New Year's. Everyone has an old phone, and everyone gets approved. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is a test of the emergency activation system. This is only a test. Water Championship presented by Saracen Casino, one of the world's largest barbecue championships. This year's event is highlighted by the onstage tribute to Jimmy Buffett from Bluffett and his Son of a Sailor Band, a show that can't be missed with costumes, props, and conga lights, all the looks and sounds of Margaritaville. Music, barbecue, food trucks, vendors, and games for the kids, it can't be missed. For more information, visit smokeonthewaterbbq.com. This ad paid for with accommodations, state funds, and Arkansas's Land of Legends Tourism Association funds. I'm living the life that I lived before I started having knee pain 10 years ago. Meet Julie, a woman who makes the most of every moment in life. But over the last years, those moments were filled with agonizing pain until she discovered QC Kinetics. Finally, the pain got so bad that people around me are like, oh, when are you getting your knee replaced? I was walking, hobbling. I listened to my last QC Kinetics commercial and I said, I'm done. I got to find out about this. What Julie found out was that QC Kinetics treats pain associated with osteoarthritis with regenerative therapy taking your body's own healing properties and concentrating them in the areas where you feel pain, helping heal and restore those damaged areas. No harmful steroids, surgery, or downtime. It changed how I'm living. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. Get back your life before the pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Third time? is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. 
All right, before we get to three and out, i got to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet. You know you asked for it and you got it. Guatney Chevrolet's popular trade-a-phone program is back for the month of October and with even bigger values. This month at Guatney Chevrolet, your old phone is a valuable down payment allowance, and it goes back to any phone that you want. If you have a current phone, it's $500 down, which is yeah, it's a great deal no matter what. But how about this? If you have a flip phone, if you had one of those Motorola razors around, $550 down payment. How about a brick phone? That's right, a brick phone. I know you've heard of one of those. $600 down payment. And if you really want to go above and beyond and go old school with it, how about a vintage bag phone? $700 down in down payment. And that's only with Guadney Chevrolet. So don't worry about trading in your old phone for a new phone. Because those old phones that you have, like the brick phone and the flip phone, you're not getting any new phones with that anyway. So might as well get you a new vehicle with Guadney Chevrolet. And they also have a great deal where there's no payments for the rest of the year. No payments for the rest of the year. Still have plenty of inventory on a brand new Chevrolet, Chevrolet Silverado at 0% financing. Also, the 2024 Equinoxes, which is brand spanking new. And again, plenty of inventory there at Guatney, 2.9%. And they got it all. They have an award-winning sales team, an award-winning service team. No matter what your vehicle needs may be, you got to get it done with Guatney Chevrolet. So check them out today off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's also Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer for a reason. You can shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. Again, no matter what your needs may be when it comes to all your vehicles, check them out today at Guatney Chevrolet. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. Roger Goodell has a contract extension. It's a new three-year extension that's going to take him through 2026. And he's been NFL commissioner since 2006. So do the math on that. It's going to be 20 years for Roger Goodell as NFL commissioner. That is unreal. How much does he make per year again? Uh, the height of it, he probably was making somewhere around 45 mil. I think the salary itself changes at times, but the height of it, it's been around 45 mil. Yeah, because I'll tell you this, Joe. Anytime that I ever want to start feeling sorry for Goodell because of the criticisms that get thrown his way or people being mean to him or anything like that, I'm just going to remember how much he makes per year and be like, you know what, I could probably deal with a lot of criticism my way if I could, if I could make that much money for a year uh, dealing with the NFL. That would be... That would be outstanding. And uh, I, I don't know if you guys, uh, at what all you talked about, I haven't had a chance to list all the show, but what would you make of, if you haven't talked about it, uh, Caleb Williams reportedly wants a partial ownership of whatever NFL team ends up drafting him. <laughs> uh, we, we hear about a lot of uh, a lot of people trying to do stuff, and, you know, the NFL curiosity uh, has always been there, too, as far as ownership and whatnot. But according to sources, that's what he said, is that he wants to have a little slice of the ownership. According to NFL rules so far, that is not possible where you can't have partial ownership in a team and play because if that was the case, we know there would be several teams trying to get Tom Brady back on the field. He has partial Mm -hmm. ownership in the Raiders, which still may not be finalized, but we know that he does want that stake ultimately, and he he already has a stake in the Las Vegas Aces, who are WNBA champs, and they're going for back-to-back championships now. And Mark Davis owns both the Raiders and the Las Vegas Aces. But, yeah, that's an NFL rule that uh, probably they're not going to change at any any point anytime soon, especially for an incoming rookie. If they were going to change it, they would change it for Tom Brady. Yeah, I feel like if they were going to change it, then, yeah, Tom Brady would be the one that makes the most sense. But I at least appreciate uh, Caleb Williams, assuming that it's true from sources and everything. I appreciate his forward thinking on it, too, because we know ownership, even partial ownership, is all the rage when it comes to former athletes and even current athletes. Deshaun Watson is going to be out, and he says that he can't put a timetable on his return. He said, we got just got to continue to take it day-to-day. I'm going. I'm not going to put the team in jeopardy if I can't do certain things that I, you know it's going to allow me to do. I don't want to, you know, put the team in certain situations, and that's the reason I haven't been able to step on the field. He's dealing with a rotator cuff muscle that he's having pain in, and he just said that right now, just going to continue to take it day to day, and that is not a timetable for him to return to the field. But speaking of quarterbacks. And starting quarterbacks in the NFL, Kyler Murray, who's been on the pup list, he has returned to practice for the Arizona Cardinals. And we'll see, you know, how far he is away from actually returning to the field. But once a player is in this position, 
the team has the option to activate that t- that player to the active roster within 21 days. So just because he's back practicing, they don't have to immediately make a decision to get him back on the active roster and and see if he's going to actually play this year. But that window is now open because he returned to practice. So I'm also laughing, too, at uh, with college basketball, there's a lot of news going on with media days for different conferences. But uh, I saw that former Syracuse coach Jim Beheim is finalizing an agreement to join ESPN for the college basketball season. He will also be working for Westwood One as radio analyst during the 2024 NCAA tournament, which is great. Hey, he's a guy that's been around a long time. I actually forgot that he retired from Syracuse. I thought that guy was going to keep going no matter what. But I have a feeling that considering how grumpy he is all the time and has been, especially here lately and, and everything, I feel like it might be something similar to like when Bobby Knight took over and started doing games where, yeah, it was great. Hey, that's a good guy, but ends up being just a lot grumpier than what people expected. And knowing Bayheim, he's going to let everybody know exactly how he feels because he has no filter, especially when it comes to the game of basketball. Taylor Swift. Now, (laughs) yeah, there's a lot of news out there about her, but the latest is Grimes, who is the former partner of Elon Musk. Grimes says that Taylor Swift is the only presidential candidate that can unite the country. She says in many ways, Taylor Swift is the only presidential candidate that could unite the country. She says that uh, the musician has such a following that it would only make sense. And we know that, you know, with uh, certain people that have been talked about running for president, Dwayne Johnson, you know, it's it's a popularity contest. It can be. And with uh, certain people having such a big following, she's saying that Taylor Swift would be perfect for it. Listen, I, I would normally, and maybe you know, ten years ago, would laugh at that and say it's dumb. But Joe, seeing as we've talked about the popularity of Taylor Swift and her fans, and the Swifties, and the dancing, and the craziness, and just the, the overall obsession with it, I, if she ran for president, I don't know if she'd win, but I think she'd get the popular vote. You know, maybe she may not get the electoral college, but she would get the popular vote uh, because, I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know of anybody else that's more popular in the world right now than Taylor Swift, and considering all the obsessions with it. But man, that would be. Uh, I don't know. I don't even really think about that. I'm already miserable enough as it is with her dating Travis Kelsey, so I don't want to think about it. Uh, but I know we have a lot of uh, gamers out there, and especially video gamers. But one of the things that uh, I know a lot of video gamers love is Grand Theft Auto, a very popular game. They haven't come out with a new game since like 2012. It's been a long time, and people have been waiting on it. Well, according to sources, the streaming service Netflix may actually be releasing a new Grand Theft Auto game on its platform through a licensing deal, which doesn't mean it's going to replace the one from Rockstar Games, but would be a huge move into Netflix when getting into gaming. I don't know how that would work. I guess it would probably be like controllers and stuff. I don't really know, but it still kind of shows you that streaming services these days are a lot more than just streaming videos and streaming movies. They can stream video games as well. It's a great birthday day today. Brittany Griner is turning 33, Zach Efron, 36, Lindsey Vaughn, 39, Jean-Claude Van Damme is 63. And then as far as some of the national days, it is National Leggings Day. And we know that that is a trend that's taken off. And also, National No Beard Day. So if you have a beard, today would be the day to take it off. Well, we're going to come back with more of Out of Bounds tomorrow live from SEC Media Days. But for now... We're going to end, and Drive Time Sports is coming up next. Stay tuned for Drive Time Sports. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots, 